No statements made during the Growing Your Wealth radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services is licensed to offer investment advisory services through Madrona Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through Madrona Insurance Services, LLC, a licensed insurance agency and an affiliate of Madrona Financial Services. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investors cannot invest directly into indexes. No investment strategy, including asset allocation or diversification, guarantees a profit or guarantees the avoidance of loss. Financial planning is an important tool that does not guarantee specific outcomes. When it comes to investing, retirement, and legacy planning, the decisions you make today can greatly impact the quality of life for both you and your loved ones tomorrow. What you need is straight, unbiased information on the most important issues you'll face when planning for your financial future. Good news. You found the Growing Your Wealth radio show with Brian Evans. Brian is the founder of Madrona Financial Services, and with his background as a CPA, he brings a unique perspective to the investment and financial planning world. He follows the philosophy rooted in his tax experience of, it's not what you make, but what you keep. And this focus on tax-smart investment strategies is all part of the fully integrated planning strategy known as the Madrona Bundle of Services. You'll hear Brian's thoughts on everything impacting your portfolio, from income to taxes, and from growth opportunities to long-term security. This is your source of comprehensive financial information. You'll soon understand why they call it the Madrona Difference. So get ready for an hour full of the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. And welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Thank you so much. Welcome to Growing Your Wealth, the radio show that gives you straight talk and honest answers about how to invest better, live better, retire better, and give better. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have some valuable information for you during the coming hour that could change your financial life for the better. My name is Jeff Shade, and as always, I'm just here to ask the questions, but the words of wisdom and the solid advice come from the expert, Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. How are you doing today, Brian? Doing great. Thanks, Jeff. Glad to hear it as always. I hope our listeners are doing well today, too. Well, Brian, you know, here we are together again on the radio on Saturday. And, you know, Saturday just doesn't seem like Saturday if I'm not doing a radio show with you. <laughs> I, I think uh, we both suffer from uh, workaholicism or something. So, Well, you know, I've heard that if you enjoy what you do, you won't work a day in your life. And this is one of those, I really do enjoy it, though. I really do enjoy doing the radio show because uh, I learned so much from you. Well, I, you know, I came up uh, farming and I can tell you I didn't enjoy that on a daily basis. As a CPA, you know, I, I will say overall, I enjoy it as a career, but to be perfectly honest, doing people's tax return one after another yeah. or reconciling books, I mean, it's it's not like river rafting or <laughs> playing basketball for not me. Not quite or, as exciting. Not quite. There's not and, a fantasy CPA camp or anything no, like that. No, not so much. <laughs> I will say, though, the one of the highlights of my career uh, right at the top has been doing a radio show. I mean, who would have thought Bean Counter would be doing a radio show for six years? And, you know, so I, I will say that, yeah, this is this is kind of fun stuff. Yeah, well, you've got a great personality that just wasn't being used when you were out in the tractor or when you were doing the CPA stuff. But, I mean, it began to sneak through a little bit because if it didn't, I mean, your clients wouldn't have suggested to you to get into the financial planning business. Well, I certainly built up the trust and factor being a CPA all those years, and they knew I was competent and all of that. But, yeah, it took a while. You know, it's not not everybody can do this radio show. No. I've had people on here as special guests and all that, and some are fantastic, and mm. some 
Uh, I think you have to do some editing, don't you, Jeff? Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. It's really odd to think that public speaking is so fearful for a lot of people. They put that even above the fear of death or running out of money. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I had that for a while. And to my, as I share with people, I had a public speaking phobia into my 20s. I just couldn't do it. And uh, I worked at it. I worked Toastmasters for a bunch of years. I practiced in my garage. And then, you know, later I added humor and, you know, knew my topics well. But then I started this show with you. Yeah. And I'm not really willing to go back that first six months and listen to those <laughs> shows again. Well, I, I was told that they were good, though. The people that we yeah. answered to said these were pretty good for the first shows. They weren't bad, but they weren't great radio. They were okay. Hopefully now we're, we're doing really good radio and certainly get a lot of great feedback because they're not scripted. I, I literally am looking at my pad of notes right now and there's no words on there's it. There's nothing on it. There's nothing on it. <laughs> so that's our show today. Nothing. That's right. It's yellow sort of like, paper. Now we've go. got a lot of content here and we have a lot more than 13 listeners. Of course, we've got all these listeners all around the Seattle area, the Puget Sound area, because we've been doing this for six years and we're really a part of a lot of people's lives on Saturday. We've got them around the country and even a few in foreign markets. I think one of the keys to the success of this radio show and the fact that so many people listen to it is that, as we said, you don't sell anything. And we're just sitting here having a casual conversation between two friends. And I think that's really what people can really relate to and understand. Yeah. And, and you bring up an interesting point there. I'm not selling anything. I, I kind of am. I'm kind of selling the possibility of the listener wanting to use Madrona Financial Services as their investment advisor. It's interesting. I've had a lot of people go, wow, I've learned so much from your show. Do you actually invest in the market? <laughs> they don't know that. <laughs> they don't know that. I'm saying, okay, I wasn't clear on that. I'm not selling enough. So let me tell you, Okay, I am trying to get new clients here. We have a $500,000 minimum. We work really well, though, with fairly high net worth or medium high net worth people because we, we integrate everything we do. I do invest well into over $100 million, $200 million in uh, markets. For clients, I have $100 million of fixed index annuities I've placed for clients. I have $100 million of passive real estate, Delaware Statutory Trust. We have, you know, our CPA firm has thousands of clients. So absolutely, I invest people's money for them. That is what I, that's how I get paid for the information we provide and the service we provide is, is based on us managing someone's asset. All right. Well, I want to correct myself then. What I meant by not selling is the fact that we aren't saying, call this 800 number and do it right now. If you don't call in the next 15 minutes, your life <laughs> is going to be ruined. And we've got this great product that will guarantee that you will have all the money you've ever dreamed about the rest of your life. We just don't do that sort of thing. No, we, we don't do that. And uh, that would be in, in my category of bad radio. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of There's bad a, radio out there. I'm a lot afraid. of it out there. I hear it. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I, I want to be an educator uh, throughout the week, of course, on the stations that I'm on. I've, I've got a couple times a day or two minute segments different every day and trying to inform people, educate people, which is great. I did I get, get some really good feedback this week. This guy has been listening to me. I called him up, and he wants me to do a free financial review for him. And he says, is this guy on the radio? And I said, well, welcome back to the show. I'm Brian. I haven't seen you. Yeah, that's, that's you. That's you. Him. My gosh. Let me tell you what. Every time I listen to you, I feel like you're talking to me specifically, yeah. like you read my mind on what I was thinking. And that's a great compliment. That's just what we're trying to do is a one-to-one -one communication. Yeah, and, and, you know, I was like, well, sometimes I go to church and I feel like the pastor's talking directly to me, but, you know, I don't want to be this guy's pastor. But, yeah, I, I thought, you know, that was a really nice compliment that, you know, and I pointed out, I'm trying to talk about topics that other advisors aren't. Okay, I, I get safe money. 
I get stocks and I get bonds. Everybody has heard plenty about those things. And I can talk about them all day long. But how about we talk about stuff that no one else is talking about? Like we're going to talk about today, Delaware Statutory Trust or, you know, uh, income tax-free investment strategies, all these other topics that uh, are really important that you're not hearing enough about. Right. So we're here to talk to you, not talk at you. And again, Brian, of course, would like to hear from you if you would like a complimentary financial plan. The number to get yours is 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. You can also request one online at madronafinancial.com. A couple more minutes left in this segment, Brian. I want to address some of the things going on in the news. It was a rather interesting story that I read here that Warren Buffett's worth $90 billion, but he's having a little trouble beating the broader market these days. People get upset if they lose a couple of thousand dollars. Warren was not upset that he lost $4.3 billion in a single day on the Kraft Heinz plunge, a part of Berkshire Hathaway. Yeah, and and of course, Warren's a pretty smart guy. He, He can do the math. That's 5%. Now, you had to take risk to earn money, and to get to the point where a 5% drop is $4 billion, (laughs) you'll take that all day long, because that means you had a lot of increases that were 5% or more over and over and over throughout the years. But you can't, it's, it's, you know, I'll use my sports analogy on this. You can't go out and play basketball and hit 100% of your shots. So, you know, you can still make, score a lot of points and, and win games and be a winner at the end, but you're going to miss some. And, and so there's no way to do it in a straight line. It's just not how the world works. So the takeaway here, I think, is, uh, you know, stay away from emotional investing. I mean, he lost $4.3 billion, but it was on paper. He would really only lose $4.3 billion if he sold it. Yeah. And, and that's also two points on that. He's not going to beat the broader market when the tech industry is running the broader market and it's taking off and a way higher returns recently in recent years than any other industry. Well, Berkshire Hathaway is going to be underweight in technology stocks. So if they're underweight in the sectors that aren't the hottest ones of late, of course, they won't beat the broader market. Then, you know, they, he doesn't buy a lot of tech stocks. So that's fine. He's more, uh, more defensive stocks. And so it's just a different strategy. Some years when the market, the tech stops uh, tank, Berkshire Hathaway wouldn't tank as much. So it's more like having a diversified portfolio. I would also say that, uh, you know, when you talk about losses, people think about losses and steps back. I never hear about it when they're up, you know. It's, it's like Nobody complains when they go up, do they? they don't really, it doesn't have that much of an effect on anybody. It's interesting, the psychology of it. Uh, definitely a 10% drop in the value of your accounts is about 50 times more emotionally hard than a 10% increase was exciting to see happen. <laughs> I, I guarantee if somebody did a psychological analysis of this, yeah, the uh, good feelings are about one-fiftieth the bad feelings in intensity with the same percentage change up or down. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. My name is Jeff Shade. Thanks a lot for joining us here on this Saturday. We certainly are happy that you have made us part of your Saturday. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus fears, if that has any effect on investments. We'll also talk about some of the news that is happening out of the Seattle City Council there. They've got some interesting ideas going on that could affect you if you are an active landlord. All that and more when our show continues right after this. Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans will be right back with even more ways to help you stay focused on your retirement goals. Change is a part of life. Sometimes it can be great, like when you welcome a new grandchild to the family. But other times, like when your favorite TV show gets canceled, maybe not so much. Well, recently, the Retirement Secure Act was signed into law by President Trump, and this new change is one you're probably going to be happy with. Even so... 
There are many ways this new law may impact your retirement plans, so get prepared today by scheduling your complimentary review with Madrona Financial Services by calling 844-MADRONA at Madrona. Their goal is to help you create a custom plan built around your financial situation and unique goals for the future. They'll help show you how the new 2020 Secure Act and changing political landscape might impact your retirement outlook. Remember, while you may always be able to watch reruns of your favorite TV show, you don't always get a second chance at your retirement. No matter what happens in the future, the professionals at Madrona Financial Services are here to help. Call 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com. Again, that website is madronafinancial.com. At Madrona Financial Services, we help people finance their retirement so they can spend their time living life instead of worrying about it. The fact of the matter is, your portfolio will likely need to last about 30 years or more. And the sooner you do something about it, the better off you can be. So if you're not 100% sure that your plan is rock solid, call us today at 844-MADRONA for a review. It's super easy. We'll ask you a bunch of questions to find out what's most important in your life and what makes you happy. Next, we'll review your current plan, and then our team will strategize on ways to make your portfolio, your tax strategy, your use of Social Security, and an estate plan better suited for you. At Madrona Financial Services, we want your retirement to be about living life, and we'll sweat the small stuff for you. Call us today for your free review at 844-MADRONA. That's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. Or visit us at madronafinancial.com. Tired of getting only half the story? We've got you covered with the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with your host, Brian Evans. Now, here's Brian. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to continue our discussion about current events. And Brian, you know, this coronavirus thing, it's just not going away. I keep hearing it on the radio. I mean, every time I tune it in, it's coronavirus this, coronavirus that. We're really not affected that much by the coronavirus in this country just yet, even though we did have that patient right down the street from us here. However, the coronavirus is having an effect in China. And some of the manufacturers of goods that we're getting are in China. And specifically, I'm thinking about Apple and Nike and some of these microchip manufacturers. Starbucks is even announcing that it's closing half of its cafes in China. So if this coronavirus has an effect on goods and services manufactured in China, do you really think that we should be paying a little bit more attention to this? Well, you know, we should always pay attention to what's going on in the world. And, uh, you know, I think, though, in China, it's been kind of interesting to follow what's going on there. I mean, the trade wars started some time ago uh, with Trump and China. And it was that was kind of the, the precursor to companies saying, you know what, maybe we shouldn't continue to reinvest into factories in China to make stuff. And so they started adjusting. And I think this is just another piece of that puzzle to where for the longest time, uh, if you're in the United States, you, you, you make stuff, you go, well, we're not going to make it here. We're going to make it in China. It's cheap. There's no regulations there. We can just make stuff like crazy and ship it over here. So that's what we did for many, many years. And now I think uh, the, the world is kind of changing to where corporations are going, well, I'm not real comfortable. We, we might have tariffs. We might have all kinds of wars with coronavirus aside that this could be a big problem. So they've shifted a lot of manufacturing to other countries. So say Vietnam or Indonesia or the Philippines, a lot of other countries are saying, well, you know, we can make stuff. There's nothing special about making seat cushions or coffee cups or whatever it is, you know, just basic manufactured goods. 
there's no real barriers to entry to get into those kinds of industries and manufacturing is the top of the list with low barriers to entry. So there's really no reason why Apple or Nike or microchip manufacturers would have to do their business in China. I mean, they don't necessarily have a raw material or something that only they have. What you're saying is Philippines, Vietnam, they could go there too. So would you say that it's a good idea to maybe keep an eye on these other countries and these other foreign areas as possible investments? Yeah, I mean, I I, I heard about the Vietnam uh, bump there. I haven't looked recently, but you know, I'm, I'm going to guess that there, in the years ahead, you might see some things shift away. And like I was saying, the manufacturing, uh, if, you, if you're not have specialized industry and maybe you have the raw materials. Okay, I can't shop around for raw materials. Maybe it's the talent pool. Uh, you know, there's only one Microsoft. There's one Apple. There's one Google. The talent pool is super high. There's one Amazon. There's a million companies that can, I'll use seat cushion example right, right. again, that can make a seat cushion. Okay, and you can make that anywhere in the world. You, you're going to ship in the supplies anyway. And so that's that's not you know, specific to China. And, and so that's, I think that's where I draw a distinction. And certainly, as you know, we've discussed on my show before, the entrepreneur's wheel, the eight things you have to do well to, for your business to do well. And one of them is having a, essentially a blue ocean strategy, something better and different than your competition. Well, if anybody can do it and there's low barriers to entry, then you really don't own an industry or anything. Maybe you have the factory currently, but if it's easy to replicate, it can be done anywhere in the world. Just because there's coronavirus fears out there, I mean, does that mean that you really should be selling all of your other stocks? I mean, why would people do something like that? If I had real estate, would I sell my house because of fears of coronavirus? Well, I think a lot of people have been looking for the excuse to oh, sell because okay. they think that the bull market has gone on too long. And I remember, gosh, I turn on the news or read anything financial about the market in general. They say, well, every seven years we have a recession. And so you better sell your stocks. That was four years ago mm-hmm. that that was the big topic that you better sell now. And I don't know how much the markets are up in four years exactly, but I know it's a lot. Right, right. And so they were wrong. Had you followed that advice, you're kicking yourself. You got out of the market. You didn't get the subsequent gains. You can't get those back. Mm-hmm. You you got lousy returns. I know CD rates. I do remember those four years ago, 1%. <laughs> and so, you know, if you're following the advice of these pundits and these experts yeah. and all this stuff saying, I got a chart here that says every seven years we have a recession. Well, they were dead, dead wrong. And so, gee, should you sell? Well, mm-hmm. as I've said over and over on this show, you should find that mix, that portfolio mix that has how much you want in the stock market, how much you want in bonds, if any, how much you want in cash flow fixed index annuity or just safe accumulation fixed index annuities. How much do you want in fixed index universal life? How much do you want in private non-traded REITs? You need to set those things and be comfortable with the percentage up or down because you're going to have both up and down in the market. So be comfortable. I'd rather stay invested because because every single one of those categories has gone up over time, not down. So I, I'd rather be in than out. Yeah. 11 years into the bull market. I mean, it, this is unprecedented, of course. Do you see any signs that this is really going to slow down? I mean, impeachment couldn't stop it. I mean, the coronavirus has not been able to stop it. Nothing seems to be able to stop this bull market. Well, never in the history of time have we had advances of technology the way we've had in the last 11 years and their effect on profitability, efficiency, global markets, new product development, entertainment, advertising, production, manufacturing, robotics, artificial intelligence, I go on and on. We've never had this in history 
and it's unprecedented. So I can't pull up a graph saying, well, look, in 1930 to 1970, we had a recession every seven years. I'm not going to do that to, to my listeners here because <laughs> it's irrelevant. It was a different world then and, and significantly changed by technological advances. Now, what I understand is every two years, we double the amount of data and from the history of time every two years and or less, uh, I would suppose, at this point. The advancements are not going to slow down. And so, yes, things could slow an economy down. But, boy, that is, that's kind of like sailing uh, one direction and you go, well, you know, if, if I got a 30-mile-an-hour tailwind, I'm probably going to get there a right, lot right. quicker. And, yeah, I could, you know, get pushed off course a little bit, but I'm moving that direction mm-hmm. anyway. So there is that that I think isn't talked about enough. Yeah, and also, you know, Uncle Bernie, I mean, his uh, mm-hmm. his approach to the economy is coming into focus as well, too, and he has one in some caucuses there. I'm just wondering if the Russians are involved in that to get <laughs> Uncle Bernie to win so our economy can be... They would love for Uncle Bernie to win. Right, so our economy can be stopped. And and I thought that I had a lousy analogy just now because I was thinking <laughs> about my, my tailwind. Well, of course, I'm going to get there quicker. Unless you run into an iceberg, oh, and that yeah, iceberg right, right. is going to have Bernie across it, because that would be the iceberg that would derail. All the advancements we have could be easily derailed by the wrong system, uh, which would be socialist or democratic socialist, in my opinion. And I've read that Uncle Bernie has suggested uh, $50 trillion in additional spending to fund some of these programs that he's talking about. Yeah, I've seen $50 trillion, I've seen $100 trillion. I know that over the next, well, the the top one percent makes about three and a half trillion total in re, in earnings combined. So if you tax them a hundred percent, you're still way short. And and he's, uh, I give him credit. He's the only honest one that's been saying, "I want all this stuff." And yes, everybody's going to pay more, including the middle class. So good for him for being honest about that. And you know, I just disagree with the approach of taking all the money from the people that actually are creating the resources, whether they're owning the real estate people can live in, whether they're creating the jobs that people work at. People are not going to keep their money here if the plan is to confiscate it or take most of it away. The wealth tax and the income tax rates at 70% or higher, people are just not going to be okay with that and they will move their money. They will move to other things that don't subject them to that. It's just common sense and, and normal stuff. I mean, of course you wouldn't. If Bernie Starr continues to ascend as it has, I mean, as I said, Iowa was a bit of a surprise there. Elizabeth Warren, some of these candidates, socialist-type candidates, I mean, would that affect, if they kept having these sort of results as we went on this election year, would that affect some of the choices that you make for your clients? Well, at this current time, uh, you know, Hillary didn't beat Trump. I sure don't see a socialist candidate beating Trump. So I... Whereas I have concern about the movement to where 35% of Americans think socialism is a good idea. You can see countries that have tried it and failed miserably. And so I, you know, that, that does concern me. But I, I, I know we're not at a place now where I feel like we're going to elect a new system like that. And it's not like he doesn't have any good ideas. I mean, there are some ideas I'm sure it could be worked on. But, you know, taking money, all the money from people that have it that, that employ you is not a good idea, in my opinion, at all. But, uh, you know, the one thing I, I am concerned about is, okay, I think we're okay for another five years. What about 
15 years from now? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And so I think a lot of the planning and strategies need to take that into account that we could have a completely different change in our government and our thinking about it. If you would like a complimentary financial plan from Madrona Financial Services, a chance to come and sort of kick the tires of the firm there, get some questions answered, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA. That's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. I also want you to take a look at the website. This really is an interesting company, madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. There's lots of good educational material there for you, too. You can also request your complimentary plan there at madronafinancial.com. We'll be right back with more of our show after this. Stay tuned for more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the show you can't afford to miss. Hi, this is Brian Evans, president of Madrona Financial Services. As a CPA and wealth manager, I've had lots of clients who owned highly appreciated real estate. And when it was time to sell that property, they all ran into the same problem, a huge tax bill. Up to now, some of their only options were to either follow the strict requirements of a 1031 exchange for another property or pay the hefty tax on the gain. We have access to another option to help our clients. It's called a DST. With a DST, you can still receive the benefits of property ownership like passive income, but you won't be responsible for all the debt or management. And best of all, a DST may meet the qualifications for your 1031 exchange. Now you can potentially defer the tax hit on your highly appreciated property and still get the benefits of investing in real estate. Call us today at 844-MADRONA to learn more about our DST program or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. DST investments are only available to accredited investors and are offered solely through the issuer's offering documents. The DST sponsor determines whether to accept any individual subscription documents. In today's fast-paced world, we're used to having information at our fingertips. And when you're trying to research something, more information is always better especially when it comes to retirement planning. That's why Brian Evans, founder of Madrona Financial Services, has made his 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement available for free. You can get your free copy by visiting madronafinancial.com. The 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement covers the basics of retirement planning. Brian shares his thoughts on investing, taxes, estate planning, lifestyle, and more. As a CPA and investment advisor, Brian has the knowledge to help make your retirement planning process manageable. Brian has also been a featured speaker on CNBC and Fox Business. The 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement will give you a thorough analysis from an expert. Madrona Financial offers beneficial information to properly prepare for retirement. Get your free copy of the 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement by visiting madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. You can't build a house with just one tool, and you can't plan for retirement without an integrated, comprehensive strategy. If you want to get more information on the Madrona Bundle of Services, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or go to madronafinancial.com. Now, back to more of Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to be talking about changes in real estate laws that could be coming in Seattle. And Brian, I was hearing about this uh, thing that we were talking about a couple of weeks ago where Seattle City Council was debating the merits of evicting people during the winter months. And I think a decision has been made on that. Well, yeah, Seattle City Council had originally wanted uh, five months where you couldn't evict. And I think they're settling on three for the recommendation, Mm -hmm. three of the cold months. I think that there's, we're going to talk about this, some unintended consequences or something like that. I also saw them, you know, kind of celebrating this and how landmark it is and how much it changes things. Um, 
I'm afraid it doesn't, in my opinion. I don't think, I don't see that happening. But I want, you know, we have been talking for uh, literally uh, years about what's coming down the pike. Now, I did not see this one coming. I just said, okay, the, the council and, and uh, legislators do not like landlords, and they do believe that landlords should be responsible for public housing. And it's just, that's, that's what I'm seeing. And uh, we've talked about uh, rent control. I remember starting to talk about it a long time ago. It sounded like Oregon might even consider statewide. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, they pass it. Yeah. And I said, well, California, Washington will be next. Sure enough, California passes it. And now Washington, I'm saying, will be next. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're going to have rent control. You're gonna, we're going to talk about property taxes later on. Now you've got, uh, you can't screen your tenants uh, in Seattle. You just got to take the first one that passes and if they're, you know, whatever. If uh, you, you got to give your property to someone that you don't really mm-hmm. get to figure out if they're going to take care of it. And now they they come up with this one. And, and so it's it's alarming to me, especially if you own real estate. Yeah, this really applies to active landlords, those people who have investment property. And as you said, I mean, there are a lot of big corporations, multinational corporations that own apartment buildings, but there are plenty of people as well, too, who are just mom and pops. They're just, you know, people who have invested in this real estate, hoping that they can maybe, you know, get some retirement income out of it. And now with these new laws, the possibility of rent control coming in, they can't raise the rents to, you know, keep up with expenses that they have, as you said. Now there's three, four months that they can't evict people even if they don't pay the rent. And it just is becoming a more hostile environment for active landlords. Yeah, and I question uh, actually what that really means because I can guarantee you that if you owned uh, an eightplex and somebody didn't pay their, their rent that on, on time by the 5th, you are not going down the courthouse and hiring an attorney to evict them on the 6th. It just doesn't work that way. Most landlords that I know will try and work with their tenants to try and solve the problem because they know that it could take all kinds of time to get somebody out of a place, all kinds of money to attorneys, all kinds of problems, uh, bad will. I mean, once once you're being sued, you know, I don't like these landlords anymore. I'm mm-hmm. not going to, I'm going to trash their place maybe. I'm not going to take care of it anyway. Um, so lots of problems. So, uh, you know, I, I'm just concerned that I don't, I don't know that uh, in, in real life that people, as soon as they're laid on a rent check, uh, the eviction process has started. Yeah, and, you know, people don't realize you put a lot of blood, sweat, tears, you put a lot of money into these properties, and it is kind of tough to turn it over to somebody that you really don't know, and especially if you can't screen them properly, and if they decide to not pay the rent for one reason or another during the winter months, they can't get out. That's three months, and it's another two-month eviction process. They've trashed the property. I mean, boy, being an active landlord these days is getting to be more and more difficult. But, you know, I like the idea of owning real estate, but I just don't want to be an active landlord. That leads me to questions about the Delaware Statutory Trust. I think this is really making a lot more sense now than it has ever before. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's people are, are over and over coming to me going, I think I'm reaching the point where, you know, it used to be fun being a landlord. And when I was younger, it was uh, exciting kind of buying a place and fixing it up and having tenants move in and, and do all that. And, and uh, you know, we've been paying uh, down the mortgage over the years, still have a mortgage maybe, or maybe not. But I, I think a lot of people, uh, the fun has left. Uh <laughs> It's it's getting tougher and tougher, and, and even as we, we talk about this eviction thing, what if you start an eviction in, in August, and uh, oh, by the time it got to the courts, it's December, oh, you're out of luck there. 
and you can't i guess you can't start one in the cold months so no. that means you, you're still going to go through the process so I, you, it just gets delayed which means you miss more mortgage payment or you have to make them anyway yeah, you don't sure. have a choice you're the owner i think it's going to encourage people to not pay rent that may have you know made it their first priority their entire life got to pay rent first rent first rent mm-hmm. first oh they can't evict me Maybe I'll pay my cell phone bill first. Yeah, right. And, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think there could be some very serious unintended consequences. I don't think it's the landlord's responsibility for public housing. I think the, the, I I know there are programs to help with uh, rent subsidies and so forth and people get in trouble. I think Jenny Durkin, the mayor of Seattle, is going to veto the darn thing because Mm -hmm. of that. We already have this stuff on the books. Yeah, well, I understand that things happen to people. There are a lot of honest reasons why maybe they can't pay the rent, an unexpected event. But then there are those people who just really, as part of their life, like to sort of play the system as well, too. It just makes it so difficult to be an, to be an active landlord. But I still like the idea of owning real estate and the possibility that it could increase in value. If I do have some real estate right now, I'm an active landlord, and this is catching up to me. All this stuff, I'm getting a little bit older. Let's talk about the Delaware Statutory Trust. How that could possibly be an answer for those people to where they could still own real estate, they could still get the appreciation, but they could also save on taxes by selling that real estate. Absolutely. They can uh, sell their real estate under Section 1031 Exchange. And if they get a hold of us before they close on sale, because I'm, I'm... I, it just irks me when I get a phone call from someone saying, I already sold the property, money's in my bank account, how do I save on taxes? Sorry, you blew it. It's too late. Uh, you got to do it before. So uh, if you've decided you want to sell your property, and contact us and we'll, we'll, we'll walk you through the process. But basically the process is you'll, you'll sell your property, talk to us, we'll hire a qualified intermediary so you can do a Section 1031 tax deferred exchange. You'll pay no income tax when you sell your property. We'll find new properties for you to invest in, uh, probably a partial share of maybe apartment building or um, different kind of student housing, senior housing uh, in different parts of the country. So you diversify your investment. You're investing along with many other people, and the investments, the real estate is managed by an institutional large real estate uh, management company. And so that will be what will happen there. And so... You sell your property, reinvest, you're better diversified, you start getting rent checks that first month in your new investments that you have, you paid no income tax, you still own real estate, so you'll still uh, get any uh, underlying appreciation of the real estate. And uh, someday, eventually, if you keep doing this until you pass away, your heirs can inherit this income tax and depreciation recapture tax free. Yeah, that's a concept called step-up and basis, and we'll talk about that. I think the best advice that I could give to anyone who's an active landlord who wants to get out of it and thinking about the Delaware Statutory Trust is the first thing is to simply call Madrona Financial Services and talk to one of the people here about it. Again, that number, 844-MADRONA. There's also a website. It's madrona1031.com. That's madrona1031.com that will help explain the process just a little bit more. Was uh, looking at some of the other reasons why someone who's an active landlord may want to get out of the active landlord business and into the passive landlord business. And one of those reasons happens to be property taxes. They're really kind of skyrocketing in some of our listing areas, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they're going up. Uh, I think Pierce County announced that theirs are going up from 4 to 20 percent. And uh, the thing about property taxes is, uh, you know, okay, my place is worth more on paper. But if I sell it and buy something else, I got to pay more. So I, I, I still own the same house. 
Now, a lot of that goes to the, the schools and all of that, and a lot of it doesn't. I mean, probably, I don't know, roughly half probably goes to schools and the other doesn't. So the, the property tax bills, you know, inflation is not that high, but you look at the property tax increases, and if you're on a fixed income or, or you're a landlord and you're getting a particular amount of rents and your property tax goes up that much, in fact, I believe that Snohomish County is going to average close to 10%. And in Marysville alone, I understand there's a, uh, a, a even larger uh, increase. Yeah, I have heard that it is as much as 32% property tax increase in Marysville. Can you imagine trying to send somebody a 32% increase in their rents? I mean, wow. Just, oh, oh, I okay, it doesn't work that way. Sure you can do that. Yeah, and someday we'll have rent uh, control, and it's, okay, you can't raise your rent, but your property taxes are up 20% this year. Uh, good luck with that. Oh, insurance probably went up on you, too. Repairs, you can't find repair people anymore. They're all so busy. Economy's doing so well. Right. So what used to cost you, you know, 20 bucks an hour is now 80 bucks an hour, but you got to reschedule it for six months down the road because they're so busy. Right. If you can find anybody to do it in the first place. So, yeah, it's getting tougher and tougher. I'm just saying, I, I'm hearing these stories from my landlord saying, I really, you know, they maybe kind of passively listen about DSTs and go, oh, that sounds complicated. It really isn't it's all not. that complicated. But that's why I, I, I like what you said just just now, Jeff. Uh, just just call us up. Yeah. Get the information. We're not going to tell you to sell your property or not tell you to sell your property. That's That's for you to decide. But we're going to give you the information. We can even talk to you about uh, types of properties and, and the, the scenario you got to go through to do the DST. But I tell you, information is good. And, and if we can get you the information you need to make a decision that that is best for you. Yeah, that's exactly right, Brian. And I think doing it in the proper order is the way to go. And the way to prevent making those mistakes is to first get in touch with Madrona Financial Services to decide whether or not this is even a concept that you want to do. Get all your questions answered. Do it in that order. Because if you talk with someone here at Madrona who knows about the Delaware Statutory Trust, I mean, they can help you make that decision but they can also put you on a plan so that you don't make any mistakes that will blow the deal completely. And I know that you have had some clients here, Brian, who have called you after the fact, and now they can't do a Delaware statutory trust. Yeah, there is a proper order and an improper order to a 1031 exchange. And the improper order is to sell your, your property, put the money in the bank, and then give us a call. <laughs> that does not work. No, it doesn't. It does not. And uh, unfortunately, I have had a number of those calls. I've had those calls from other financial advisors that want to work with us. I just had, you know, I've been working with my client. They sold their property, and now we're ready to do a 1031 exchange. How much time do we have? Negative uh, 15 <laughs> days because it closed 15 days ago? Uh, you can't go backwards on them either. You yeah. can't. You don't get a do-over uh, on these. And so it's so simple. Just call us so we'll tell you what the order is rather than you thinking, well, I thought I heard X, Y, and Z. Maybe I got that backwards. Don't go there. Just get it right because the order is absolutely specific. You can't be, for, you know, if you, there's specific rules. If you sell your property, you got 45 days to find your and, and name your replacement property. What if it's 45 days in a minute? Right, right. Blown. <laughs> you can't do it. <laughs> well, once again, I apologize for laughing at other people's misfortunes, but I mean, it does happen. You've got to do this in the proper order. You can't sell the property, put the money in your bank account, and then call Brian. 
The step is to call 844-MADRONA even if you're thinking about it. Get some free, no-obligation information. I mean, it's right here for you. Also, log on to the website. It is madrona1031.com, madrona1031.com. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth here on this Saturday. Thanks for joining us, Brian Evans. My name is Jeff Shade, and we're going to take a break and be right back with more of our show after this. Discussing the financial issues that matter most to you. We'll be right back with more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. In today's fast-paced world, we're used to having information at our fingertips. And when you're trying to research something, more information is always better, especially when it comes to retirement planning. That's why Brian Evans, founder of Madrona Financial Services, has made his 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement available for free. You can get your free copy by visiting madronafinancial.com. The 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement covers the basics of retirement planning. Brian shares his thoughts on investing, taxes, estate planning, lifestyle, and more. As a CPA and investment advisor, Brian has the knowledge to help make your retirement planning process manageable. Brian has also been a featured speaker on CNBC and Fox Business. The 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement will give you a thorough analysis from an expert. Madrona Financial offers beneficial information to properly prepare for retirement. Get your free copy of the 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement by visiting madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. For 10 years, we've all run with the Wall Street Bulls, and many have seen our personal wealth soar. But are the Wall Street bears around the corner? Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and his team, want to let you know that if you're nearing retirement, you might be sitting on one of the greatest windfalls in investment history. But now's not the time to get careless about your nest egg. How long can we run with the Bulls? No one knows, but a smart investor will know what their exposure is and take steps to protect what they have. Call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com to find out if you're exposed to volatility. There are simple rules that they follow, and it's not about selling you products or frightening you out of the market. It's about doing what's right for you, your family, and your personal situation for the long haul. Call Madrona today at 844-MADRONA or visit madronafinancial.com. They'll help you run with the bulls while keeping a watchful eye out for the bears. Madrona Financial Services is here to help protect what you've saved, grow it, and keep it for life. Do you ever worry if your CPA and financial advisor are on the same page? You won't have to if you call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or visit them at madronafinancial.com. Now, back to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. Today we're going to talk about investment advising as we age into our later years. And Brian, I know that Madrona Financial Services is around 20 years old and you've got a lot of clients that were with you in the very beginning and now they're getting up there. They may be 80, 90 years old, some of them. But as you get older, I mean, your ability to make decisions begins to diminish a little bit and you just sort of get angry. You're not seeing the world through the same glasses that you did when you were 50, 60, 70 years old. So let's talk a little bit about that and what your take on that is. Yeah, a lot of times uh, when we're talking about, uh, what do you want to talk about this week, Brian? And I'll just think about my week and think about situations that came up. That's really what uh, the impetus comes from for a lot of the topics we talk about. And when I've had something come up more than once or twice in a given week, I go, aha, it's time to talk about this particular topic. And this topic, you're spot on. You know, I've, I've got a number of people that, and I have personal situation that, that happened to me in this this regard 
number of people that 20 years ago when I started working with them, they were they knew everything about every stock and they were just, you know, really sharp and flying airplanes and doing all these different things. And 20 years later, not so much. Uh, they're hitting a tough, tough time in their life just to keep things straight. And even the more basic things just are, are tough on them. And what I want to discuss is about things that we need to do now, knowing that you know, we're not omnipotent. We're not going to have all of our best facilities with us our entire life up till the day we pass away. We might go through a year, two or three of, of onset, onset dementia, something like that. We might have some other health problems that make us, you know, lose focus of, of making good decisions. And if you don't have something set in place and your will's not done and all these other things, it gets to a point where it's almost too late to do something about it. Yeah, and Brian, this really hits home with folks that are our age. We may have parents that are, you know, in their 80s or maybe 90 years of age, and it becomes a little bit tough. I mean, maybe they don't have things in order the the way that they used to, or sometimes, I mean, they'll just do things and tell you about them afterwards, and I believe that you had that experience even with your dad. Oh, yeah. My dad, uh, baseball coach, my very high school, baseball is his life. He he uh, went on 27 month-long vacations. They were all in the month of March, and they were all Mariner spring training. Mm-hmm. And so he was going down there back when there was nobody in the stands. And then it got popular, and he would go down there, and he finally said, I, I can't find a place to stay that I can afford. And so I, I went I went down and I bought him a park model at uh, 55 and over golf course community there. Mm-hmm. So he'd have a place to go. And uh, so, you know, I, I paid for this thing. It was a nice little one bedroom uh, spot for him to go. And I went down there about seven years. Uh, I went down for a long weekend and golf with him. And, and Rick, the peanut guy was the other the, <laughs> in, our, in our threesome there. And it was fun. But then he started to, uh, he started to slip. And that last year, I was like, oh, "Gee, Dad, uh, you, you can't go back. You can't drive anymore." And and you know, we're gonna sell the park park model. And he said, "Oh, I already took care of that." And I was like, "You did what?" And he says, "Oh yeah, I sold it. They told me that I I had a liability to 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 haul it off, but they do it for me, and they even gave me two thousand dollars for it." Wow. Yeah, they just snickered him because his you know faculties were were waning. He didn't run it by me. I'm the one that bought it. Mm-hmm. But you know, I put it in his name because it had to be because he was 55 and over. Right. And I was kind of hoping I'd get my money back someday mm-hmm. on it. I didn't get anything, of course. And uh, But that's not the point. The point was uh, people take advantage of folks in their later years and they'll just, oh, sounds good to me. Boy, you're taking my problem away. Uh, oh, you know, they'll lie to them and, and uh, out, uh, away goes the money. Yeah, you really have to watch out for those predators out there. And unfortunately, uh, people who are getting up in age are easy targets. If some of our listeners have parents who are getting up in age and maybe they're getting a little bit more obstinate, they're a little more angry, you know, their personality is changing a little bit, but they still have some things that have to be taken care of. I mean, what advice would you give someone listening to us who's in that situation? Yeah, that's a that's a case where the we as financial advisors can be uh, uniquely helpful. Uh, I've got another situation where you know we have somebody that's uh, getting up there and we're, in, we're talking in the '90s and doesn't he's you know basically a little paranoid right now and uh, uh, doesn't trust his wife right now. Uh, going through a tough time there. Doesn't want to listen to the son. Uh, and they're both after his best interests and won't listen to anybody. But for some strange reason, he'll listen to me. 
Yeah, because you're an impartial third party. Or at least he he he, he perceives be, you yeah, as an impartial perception. third party, not somebody who's after something that he's got. Yeah, and it's 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 kind of sad, you know. But it, it happens. We get older, and we just we're not who we used to be. And you know, I, I'm telling him the same thing that they've been telling him, and he's like, "Oh, that's great advice. Let me write that down." And I'm thinking about these poor people in your life. They're telling you the same thing, going, yeah. uh, but uh, they just want, you know, they want the best for him and want to help him. And, and you know, one of the things I, I'm going to try and do and, and uh, you know, I, I need to see their, his will. I want to make sure that it's going the direction it, it needs to go. And, and we need to make financial decisions now because I'm, I can't run stuff by him anymore. We used to have great conversations about how we're investing, strategies, all that stuff. I can't really have those anymore. Uh, uh, just the simplest things are, are too much for him. So things have changed, and I'd like these things addressed before they get to that point, and, and we're all getting that point. So we need to just talk about this, bring this up as uh, this is real life, uh, whether it's even if it's yourself. I mean, I'm fine. I'm Maybe you're 75 years old, and you, you got it all figured out. Well, maybe at 85, you won't. A lot of guys start to lose their facilities in their early 80s, I've noticed. And so maybe it, now's the time to say, well, maybe I don't want to be a landlord 10 or 15 years from now, just in case, and I'll do the DST. Maybe I, maybe I need someone else to kind of run things. And sure, I'm, I know what I'm doing now, but maybe it's just time to kind of turn that over and have a different focus in life. Yeah, you've got to have these important conversations with your parents, things like, do you have a will? Do you have a trust? And as you said, sometimes the parents may perceive that as, well, you just want my money. But if you bring them in to talk to Brian here at Madrona Financial Services, they won't perceive it as being that. Maybe they do have a will. Maybe they do have a trust. But, you know, you get up there in years, you forget whether or not you even have one. And if you've got one, you'll probably forget where it is. Yeah, there's all, all <laughs> kinds of things in there. And it would be nice to have make sure your health care directive is right. You know, and just, just having somebody to talk to that's not your family on these, you know, just kind of uh, black and white issues is, is, again, is a role that a good financial advisor can potentially provide. Obviously, not every person is going to be okay with that, but hey, it doesn't hurt to try and to try and get things uh, properly situated so that when our health starts to fail us, our mental capacity starts to diminish, that uh, we know things are are set in place uh, properly. You know, you can buy almost anything online these days, and they've got these wills. I mean, I've heard the commercials all the time. You can buy them for a buck ninety nine or something like that. When is a cheap will not a good bargain? Uh, pretty much all the time, all I would time. say, okay. because again, you're you're not going to maybe know uh, the proper wording for the health care directive, the durable power of attorney, credit shelter trust provisions, uh, concepts about gee, I've got one kid that's not very good with money, special needs trusts. I mean, I just threw a lot of terms out there that people go, yeah, you're probably right. I don't know, know a lot about that. And I'm just saying, you know, a, a good attorney is going to know that. Now, if you can find, you know, you find a, a good attorney that can help you with that. We don't draft legal documents. So obviously, we can help coach the process and, and help you get it right. And so that's, that's something that we do for our clients, too, so that the team is working on your behalf instead of you doing it yourself and then finding you severely messed up. But even though you don't draft the legal documents here, you do have associates that you've worked with many times over who can do those documents, right? Oh, yeah. We can refer you. Uh, I've got some great attorneys that can work that out. Maybe you have your own. But even the attorneys don't always know about some of the things that you can be doing. We're also a shareholder in a trust company. If you need, uh, if you have a larger estate and you want a non-family member being the, the trustee, 
a lot of people choose that so that they don't burden one particular child with that and maybe, you know, create a lot of family dynamic problems. Uh, they want a corporate trustee that's independent of, of the family. Uh, we can help you with that, too. Brian, I want to start a little segment here. This may be the first and the last time we do it, but it's called Ask Brian. So I'm going to ask <laughs> you a question that I read on the Internet. It was one of those advice columns. It was in the money section where the question was, my son says I've amounted to nothing. Should I cut him out of the will? <laughs> That's a good one. I think I know the answer. Yeah. Well, if, if son, if you think I've amounted to nothing, then I'm worth nothing. So what do you care if I'm cutting you out of the will? So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll grant your request. <laughs> okay. So can you do it that easily? I mean, will a will like that? Let's say that you're 80 years old and the son says something like that to you and you change your, your, your will. I mean, would that will hold up? Well, I've actually heard about situations where uh, that was challenged because they said, oh, they just, they were lost their faculties and forgot and forgot they had a son named, you know, William or whatever. And uh, I really should get half the estate with my sister. And so what they do is they award William $1. Yes, I recognize. I remember you. And I remember what I think about you and you get $1. And so that's the one way around that. You also have a great story, too, from your book, Prosperous Revelations, uh, that I always like to talk about. And that's the $2 million lawnmower. Yep. He was... uh, uh, dead set on saving the money. I just we just talked about can you do it yourself? Sure. He did it himself. He typed something out. It wasn't very well done. Um, he didn't take advantage at the time. There was a six hundred thousand dollar estate tax. Uh, estate tax started after six hundred k instead of the the really high limits we have now for federal purposes. And so he uh, typed his own out. He didn't put in the paragraph he needed to because he wanted to save a thousand bucks. So he didn't want to pay an attorney a thousand bucks. That was his quote. He took the thousand bucks. He's very proud of himself. He bought a lawnmower with it. He died about a year later. At that at that time, I met his wife for the first time, and I looked at this stuff. And I was going, "Oh my gosh, yeah, that that cost you them two million dollars in estate tax wow. upon her death, and because he did it wrong, but he they, she has a banking new lawnmower that's barely used in her garage mm-hmm. uh, instead of the $2 million for her kids. This could happen to you. That is a real life story. So the, I think the takeaway here is don't let this happen to you. Consult someone who really knows about these things, estate planning that is. Madrona Financial Services is here to offer a complimentary financial plan for you and your family. That number to call, 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. You can also request your free plan online at madronafinancial.com. Once again, Brian, we're out of time for this week. I want to thank everyone for listening to us. For Brian Evans, I'm Jeff Shade. Have a great Saturday. We'll talk to you again next week with another edition of Growing Your Wealth. You own highly appreciated real estate and have decided to sell. You may be faced with limited options that could result in a substantial tax bill. Now, there may be another option. It's called a DST, and it can offer the benefits of real estate ownership without all of the baggage. Brian Evans and his team at Madrona Financial Services are available to see if a DST could be right for you. Call 844-MADRONA to learn if you can invest in real estate without the hassles of being a landlord. You won't be responsible for the debt or management, yet you may still receive passive income. Best of all, the DST program offers a ready-made solution that may satisfy your 1031 exchange requirements, which could provide full tax deferral on the sale of your investment property. 
Call the team at Madrona Financial Services right now at 844-MADRONA to learn more about DSTs and if they are right for you. That's 844-MADRONA or visit them at madronafinancial.com. DSD investments are only available to accredited investors and are offered solely through the issuer's offering documents. The DSD sponsor determines whether to accept any individual subscription documents. Change is a part of life. Sometimes it can be great, like when you welcome a new grandchild to the family. But other times, like when your favorite TV show gets canceled, maybe not so much. Well, recently, the Retirement Secure Act was signed into law by President Trump, and this new change is one you're probably going to be happy with. Even so, there are many ways this new law may impact your retirement plans. So get prepared today by scheduling your complimentary review with Madrona Financial Services by calling 844-MADRONA at Madrona. Their goal is to help you create a custom plan built around your financial situation and unique goals for the future. They'll help show you how the new 2020 Secure Act and changing political landscape might impact your retirement outlook. Remember, while you may always be able to watch reruns of your favorite TV show, you don't always get a second chance at your retirement. No matter what happens in the future, the professionals at Madrona Financial Services are here to help. Call 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com. Again, that website is madronafinancial.com.